Happy Monday morning, listeners. Welcome to Mind Shit to Millions. We're so happy you're here. I am Jesse, And I'm Adrian, And we're so happy you guys shared with us the three things that you want on our page. Uh, we kind of brought up this question because when Jesse and I started working together, uh, she was trying to get me to think big and, you know, really what I wanted. And it was funny because at the time I wanted a golf cart and I wanted a, ma- a new master bathroom. And this was just kind of things that, you know, in general, when we looked at our life, we were like, that's probably stuff we could attain and we could do. So we weren't really thinking outside the box. And as we started coaching and thinking differently about life, I really started focusing on the, the longevity, right? Like, where do I want to be? Where, what do I want to do? I mean, does a master bathroom really get me anything? (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, my husband and I started talking and our dream has always been to have a place in Florida, like to retire, but also just to have um, in general, just to be able to go visit with the friend or friends and family, the kids do all the fun stuff. And so we started talking about it and all of a sudden, I mean, this happened pretty quickly to go from a master bathroom to a condo right on the beach in Florida. Um, but that's what we started talking about. And when we went on our spring break, we started looking and it was funny because again, when it comes to fears, um, uh, I had to laugh a lot while we were down there looking at condos because I think I had to call you Jesse once because (laughs) there was one on like a 23rd floor. And I was like, Oh God, that's like high up. That's scary. And then I'm like, what is happening here? Like I really had to reevaluate some of the thoughts that we have on a daily basis that come from our upbringing, right? Like Somewhere along the line, I feel like height is fear, but that's, I fly in an airplane, (laughs) right? Yeah. So it was kind of one of those that I realized how many thoughts on the average day that you have that are kind of irrational, really, um, when you look at them. So, you know, the fears of the condo were, were big, but then we found the condo and we got the offer accepted. Well, just so you know, that's not where it ends. Um, <laughs> it felt like it was like, we have nope. a great picture on the golf course with my family and we're all excited. <laughs> that's only where it began. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, the market being the way it is right now, everything's going for more than it's appraising for. And, uh, so the appraisal comes in and it's nowhere near. So of course, one of the first thoughts we have is like, this isn't going to happen. There's no way. Like, why did we do this? Like uh, those silly little things your brain does. Um, so those thoughts kept coming in nonstop. And then we were like, no, like, let's just see what happens. Let's just, so we came to an agreement and met in a very nice place. So that was great. So you'd think the story ends there, right? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. More fun, more fun still to come. So then, uh, the bank, you know, we're working with the bank. Everything's good. We've got pre-approval. It is now three days 
four days before we have to have our financing secure. And we get an email at 3.30 on a Friday. We have to have our financing secure by Tuesday. Um, that the bank will not lend to the condominium complex that we want to buy in. So it didn't have anything to do with us. Again, just circumstance. Mm -hmm. So what does your brain do? You know what? The kids are going to be going to college soon. They're both going to have to drive. They're both going to need cars. They're going to need insurance. I mean, there's all this stuff like this just wasn't meant to be until I used what, what Jesse and I've talked about. What's the circumstance? The circumstance mm -hmm. is legitimately this bank won't loan to that condo mm -hmm. has nothing to do with my kids or college or anything else my brain was telling me, which was all great stuff. Like you're overdreaming, you're, you know, all the wonderful things that your brain fires at you. So of course we had to sit down and like, you know, take our day to be super flipping angry. Cause we were a super flipping angry and, and kind of work through those emotions too. Right. Of like, we could lose it now, like all of those things. So then we finally rationally talked because you kind of got to let the feelings go <laughs> and have the rational conversation. And so we had our rational conversation and realized like, hey, if they'll give us 30 more days, we can just find another bank who will give a loan to this condo complex and still have our dream. Shocking. It's really that easy. <laughs> you would have thought that whole weekend, though, that this house was going to be turned upside down. There was so many feelings and emotions and things going on. So, you know, ever since then, I'm not going to say that's the end of the story because there's still like all the emotions of, we had to get all the paperwork again, go through hoops, you know, give your firstborn's left arm or whatever it is those banks <laughs> needs anymore. And, but we got through all that and I'm excited to say that we are closing tomorrow on in Florida and we couldn't be more thrilled. And I think half of my joy also comes from us working together on those thoughts, the realizing how hard it is to get through life when your brain is sabotaging you <laughs> mm -hmm. yes. legitimately you know, trying to get you not to. And I think Jesse gives a great explanation of the, the caveman that your brain does. And that's what it was doing to us. So I figured you could maybe just give them what you told me while we were going through this so that I could start recognizing what's happening. Yes. I mean, absolutely 100%. But what I first want to just like recognize is how far Adrian came in such a short amount of time, like, you know, when we first started working together, you know, she was just like playing really small, like redoing a bathroom that was safe. That was easy. That was attainable. That was not giving her brain kind of like any stress or freak out. It was easy. Like her brain didn't have to work at all to try to figure that out. You know, she could figure out where the finances were going to come from and, you know, like the logistics. And so it wasn't an issue. But then she really just started working and thinking and, you know, realizing, hey, this is, this is not what my heart really wants. Yeah. And it's and okay it, to think big. It's okay to go big. 
and we can dream and just figure it all out as long as we know that we have our own backs and can recognize when our brains want to try and keep us from our heart's biggest desires. And our brain is always there at work against us because it wants to keep us safe. Like when we try and achieve anything big and like really present like a big opportunity to our brain, our brain just wants to freak out because it says no. I like being in my cave because my cave is safe. It's warm. There are no predators. I have my fire. I have my, you know, clothes. But if I step outside of that cave into the danger zone of like going to get this condo, which is a huge stretch for my brain, then the brain just freaks out and it throws you all the quote logical reasons why it's not going to work out and why you maybe shouldn't go after that. And of course, so logical reasons too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why it's so just important to become aware of what's going on in your brain so that you know when it's trying to do that to you. And you can let your brain know, hey, I've got this. We can step outside of the cave. We can go big and we can survive. Yes. And even and if we do crash, like if this all crumbles and falls apart, like we can recover. Right. And it's truly knowing that like it took a lot of recognizing that trip was very huge for myself and my husband to recognize those things that like it happens that quick. Like one little thing can trigger the avalanche in your brain <laughs> instead of just stopping. And yeah, like you said, you still have to feel what you're feeling, but you need to logically first go what's actually happening. So all this other stuff that's snowballing in there is not what's actually happening. That's right. your brain's way of saying, like you said, stay in the cave. <laughs> Come out. Do not exit danger. Saber tooth tiger. <laughs> danger. Certain death is immediate. Like that's that's just how it feels to your brain. Yes. And I think for us too, it was always a someday sort of thing, right? Like someday, someday. And I think we've been realizing a lot that what are we waiting for? It's not, it's just like when you go to have a kid, do you remember when you were going to have kids and mm -hmm. you were like, I don't know that we have enough money. Mm -hmm. I don't know that we're ready. Yeah. You're not ready. You're never financially ready. You're never going to be ready. No. And I think that's also a conversation that we ended up having was like, this is our dream. So when you dream that you want to have kids, you don't, even though you want to wait till you have money, you, you, even though you want to wait till everything's perfect, till it's the right time of year or whatever, <laughs> like it's never going to be right. And I think that's what it took too, is like, we can do this now. Like we don't have to wait till mm -hmm. tomorrow. Um, we can start living our dream now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what's so amazing though, is that like, you've done all that work to like, be aware of those thoughts so that you were able to help your husband too. Like you guys each had to take your like turns to like spiral and have all those quote, you know, negative emotions. 
but like you having done this work and having the awareness, once you process your emotions, you were able to come back to like calm certainty and focus and then like help him. Right. Too. And I think that's the important part is feeling like you said, feeling the feels. We always try to push them away and we always try to, but once you kind of feel them, it's easier to then look at it from a different eye when you're pushing them down and ignoring them. They're like trying to come at you. So your brain's firing like even 7,000 times more crazy stuff, you know? Like it's really trying, but when you just stop and go, yeah, I'm disappointed. Yes. We could lose this condo. Yes. There were multiple times that he could have not, you know, came to the middle of the appraisal. We could have not found another bank. There's a lot of things that could have not happened. And we did have to stop and recognize that like, we were really excited and this may not work out. Mm -hmm. And I used to always kind of hide that, like, you know, kind of like we talked about before with you know, other people's opinions that like, I was afraid to let people know that something was hard or something was sad or something was not going as wonderfully as I would like it to go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And in turn, in talking to people, it's amazing how, you know, the good people out there do want to know and they want to help you, or they at least say you can get through that. There are a lot of supportive, wonderful people out there that like, when I told them, I felt better because I was living my true life instead of trying to hide the, the moments that weren't great, Mm -hmm. but having people there that, you know, got it or tried to help you like, Ooh, is there anything I can do? Do you need, you know, like how wonderful is that? You know? Yeah. And I wouldn't have experienced any of that if I would have kept all the negativity or all the, you know, scared or all the not great moments to myself Mm -hmm. instead of realizing that other people have bad moments too. And I want to know, I want to be able to help. I want to be able to at least give them a shoulder, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. And that's why we're, well, we started this podcast now, right where we are, right. That you all can follow along with us and you can see us fall down and all of the, um, you know, ups and downs, the emotions, the happiness, the upsets that we go through in our journey, because this is real. Yes. Very real. (laughs) It is like, I am living this right now. It's like, (laughs) it's crazy. I mean, sometimes I'm still like, I so excited. We jumped, you know, because we are this much closer to where we always wanted to be, but just kept thinking it had to be next year when the kids graduate or when this happens or when that happens. Yeah. Like you didn't have to wait for that one day. Yes. Your one day is happening now. (laughs) (laughs) She's squealing. I wish you could see her. Uh, so that is our femme focus for this week too. We would love for you guys to go on mind shit to millions and share with us. What is your big one day? What is that big dream that you have? You have all the money in the world. You have all the fame, whatever it is you want. What is that thing that you're just like, I'm here. (laughs) If you'll share that with us, we would love it. Strive to change your mind shit to millions. See you next week.